what knowledge would you pass on if you only had a few minutes to do so, guys? If if you were on your deathbed, if you had like five minutes to share what you would pass on to your children, specifically, what life lessons would you want to impart to them and make sure they knew before you were gone? My name is Brent. I am the Fallible Man, and this is the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for all things man, husband, father. Guys, today I'm joined with my good friend Dave from Common Man OCR, and we're going to take a little bit of a deeper subject than the last time you saw us together. On today's show, we're talking about, you know, what is that key knowledge that you would pass on if you only had a few minutes left? What would you impart to your children? What would you, what what do you wish your father imparted to you? Whether your father's still with us or not, what knowledge do you wish had been passed down to you and you think is important to pass on? So guys, stick with us through the end of the show. Um, I think these are pretty important and I've got a bonus one for you at the end. So stick through the show, but we're going to handle the five pieces of advice that every father should share with their children right after this. This is the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for everything man, husband, and father. Here is your host, the Fallible Man, Brent Dowling. All right, guys, welcome back. And, you know, this this is something that really kind of sticks with me because my father's on hospice care and I, I don't expect to lose him real soon, but my father's on hospice care. We had a close call a couple of years ago that's left him with some medical disabilities that he's not very mobile, he's not very functional. And at the same time, I have two little girls. If you've listened to the show before, you know I have two daughters. My oldest one just turned nine and my youngest one is six. Uh if this is your first time joining with us, yeah, we get pretty personal here here, and we'd like to welcome you. Thank you for taking time to hang out with us. But, you know, this this is something that really sticks in my mind. And so I I, I think about it, right? That, that, that's honestly my worst fear is something happening to me and me not being around to pass on important things to my children. And so I, I've spent a lot of time actually weighing is like, what lessons do I need to instill in them now just to make sure that if something happens to me, I've given them the really important knowledge they need to get on with their life. And I'd like to get your thoughts on these today sure. as we go through them. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm just for clarity. I'm not a father yet. Uh, I'm not even married yet. So uh, just be giving us some of my ideas. So I just want to clarify that. But he has a dad, so he's qualified because yeah. he's a son. Oh, it's amazing, right? The circle tell, of life. I can tell you a dad imparted on me. It's, he's got some good tidbits, so let me give you a couple extra bonuses. So the first thing that I think I really want to impart to my children, and I think I would – it just ranks so high up there for things I need to impress upon them, is I don't want my children to ever have a victimhood mentality. So I think the first piece of information I need to pass on or I would pass on to my children is your life is your responsibility. There's is one person and 
one person alone over whom you have complete control in this life, and that's yourself. Since you're the only person you can control, then you're the only person who can take responsibility for your life. Uh, that's just, I mean, that's how it is. Now, that includes your energy and your happiness, your fulfillment, your career, your choices, and so much more. You and you alone are responsible for you. You're not responsible for anyone else. How could it be? Because they're responsible for themselves. You can't be responsible for them. Now, you can support people, but there is a major difference between supporting people and being responsible for them. Are you talking about being Are you talking about the idea of being responsible for them when they're into adulthood, when they're past being a child? Yeah, and, and I would say that's that's the quantifier, right? Obviously, I'm responsible for my children to some extent, but at the same time, my job as a father is to instill the knowledge in them for them to take care of themselves and conduct themselves, right? I don't actually have any control of how my nine-year-old acts when she's at school, when she's at school, right? She is responsible for herself. And I need to pass that information on and instill that to her that, you know, I, I'm not, once you walk out of the door, I can't control you. Even in this house, I can't make the decisions for you. You have to choose whether you're going to follow the directions that you're given or the rules that are set before you and how you're going to embrace the consequences. So still, ultimately, my six and nine-year-old are still ultimately responsible for themselves. I'm responsible for supporting them by passing on knowledge like this. Any thoughts on that? No, it makes total sense. I, it's... You know, there's there's a lot of times we've talked about this in our in your previous episode about uh, you know in the developed world we have this victimhood mentality um, that we're ready to blame everyone else for our lot in life, and uh, when it comes to our actions, what we do, what we say, how we work, etc., that's up to us. So that's that's a fantastic lesson to to instill upon your children. Oh, okay. Well, I like you facing the camera, but. You, you got to talk across the mic still. I'm working on it. <laughs> um, so yeah, this. Uh, you know, you're gonna have you have friends and close friends and loved ones, and maybe you have your own family currently, or that you're responsible for, or that you support, or maybe you don't have one yet. But ultimately, your job is to teach your children this exact thing and empower them to be responsible for themselves, because that's one of the greatest gifts you can give to them is the knowledge that they have responsibility for how things turn out and who they are and what they do. So understand, take responsibilities for yourself, support other people, but don't reverse or mix up the two. Number two, guys. Being afraid is okay. Letting it stop you from doing what you need to do isn't. Amen to that. <laughs> When did, when did you become wise to what happened here? <laughs> I went to the University of Google. University <laughs> of Google. I became a daddy, and then it just came to me. Sorry, I, I saw the I saw this meme of uh, like Kim Kardashian saying that crap on some talk show once. Oh, I have a degree from the University of Google. Oh, I, I laughed so hard I spit out my coffee. No comment. But <laughs> all right, yeah, Google doesn't make up for education. Not but really. you can learn a lot of things on Google, so it's a good thing. But guys, this, this one is, uh, so as you know, Dave, uh, we have several friends who are police officers and my grandfather was a fireman. We also actually have friends who are firemen in our local fire department. 
And this is something I have tried to instill in my daughters and work on instilling every day is it is their, their favorite police officers in town are not, not afraid of being shot. They're not, not afraid when they pull somebody over in the middle of the night about what could happen. Um, we, we have two of our best friends are both police op- active duty police officers and they both have children that our girls play with and you know families and I, I know them they both say the, a little prayer and they're under their breath when they leave every day because right now the political climate has been really harsh with police officers there are a lot of people who don't have the respect for police officers that used to and so every day when they leave their spouses are wondering if they're coming home likewise my grandfather was a fire chief in fort worth texas and we have several friends and members of our church who work in the fire department at our local fire department. And it isn't that they're not afraid to run into a burning building. It's the fact that they believe in doing the right thing more than the fear of what's can happen to them. And that's something I'm trying to instill in my children and help them understand is, you know, courage isn't the absence of fear. It's the ability to move forward despite the fear, right? It's the same thing that puts our soldiers running into gunfire and into hellish areas. It's the same thing that gets firemen running into burning buildings or, you know, got to remember the firemen who ran into the towers on 9-11. They knew they weren't coming out, but it was still their job and their duty to try and save people and they gave everything for it i promise they were afraid but so trying to teach my uh abby's timid as, as you know my oldest one's a little bit timid the youngest one is going to give me gray hair really fast because she's not scared of anything even she, she should be um yeah that's true <laughs> it's like oh look she is my child okay too too bullheaded to be scared uh-huh. whoops that's your fault. Anyway. Yeah, that is, that's absolutely <laughs> my fault. But, and, and this show is really honestly for my girls. Um, but Abby is a little bit timid. And it's one of the things I'm trying to help her understand is it's okay to be afraid. It's, it's just not okay to let that fear stop you from doing what you need to do. Or let that fear limit you from becoming what you can become and who you need to be. Any, any, I, I'm just going to sit here and say I agree. Um, the the uh, That will never happen. It's on camera. Yeah, Woo! it's like I agree with everything he said. What what, what world am I in right now? I, I wrote this whole show just to get you to say it on camera. I don't agree with that. Anyway, um, no, you're you're talking about the uh, the Twin Towers. Um, and, of course, uh, those of you who might know me know I'm a kind of a Harley Davidson nerd. And there's a story of a guy who... Oh, I think going like a super glide or something. Well, anyway, uh, he was in, I believe it was New Jersey, and then he saw the Twin Towers get hit. Um, and he, you know, he's he's far away enough from the city where he didn't have to go see that. Or he didn't you know, necessarily have to be running into the building. But uh, he grabs his gear, hops on the back of his Harley, and heads into town and heads to Ground Zero. This guy has no protection against anything. 
he's on his bike and he runs into town and he pretty much parked his bike, uh, in another, um, like the, the lobby area of another office building there. And, um, by the time, if I remember the story correctly, by the time he walks out of that office area, the first tower comes down and this guy, uh, you know, he didn't get into the buildings necessarily, but he ran toward the buildings instead of away from them. Um, and he did not let fear stop him. Totally afraid, totally, you know, a sight that I couldn't even imagine. Um, but he didn't let fear stop him. He, he was there to assist in Ground Zero and, and uh, be able to save the people he could, all on the back of a motorcycle. Just that's what he, that's all he had to roll on was a motorcycle. Um, but yeah, it's too many times we see fear, uh, fear of the unknown, fear of failure, fear of uh, what could happen, et cetera, stop us from moving any direction. And that's something you definitely want to still in your kids uh, to get them to not do those kind of things. Because if they're always afraid of everything, they're never going to get anywhere in life. I had to leave a you know a little Harley nugget in there for you. Yeah, <laughs> you, you can't go five minutes without talking about a motorcycle or a race. Harley? Race? Harley what? <laughs> Harley OCR? Yes. I'll do it. <laughs> Just on all my bikes. <laughs> all right, guys. Number three. And we're trying to keep it light because this is a bit of a serious subject. Um, and we're also cornballs and I don't want to be <laughs> just a total downer. Uh, otherwise no one will listen to the show, but That's yeah, it, it's, it's a lot more fun to do this with Dave because then I don't take myself as serious and uh, you guys get a better show because I, I, I'm just less me that way. Fantastic. <laughs> Number three guys. And Dave, you're going to love this one. This goes back to our last episode and, uh, we've Uh-oh. talked about it before and the answer is just keep going no matter what. Pretty much, yeah. Again, I agree. <laughs> um, there is one caveat I'll give you to that, though. Is and this is something that uh, one of my former directors at work brought up to me was um, I did this presentation to the entire team on that very subject. But um, instead of just keep moving forward mm-hmm. with something, because sometimes you can be so bullheaded you can't get any progress, but learn to be able to pivot. And still move forward, but maybe go a different direction. Well, and, and that's the thing is moving forward doesn't necessarily mean a straight line. It did to a lot of people. It does. Well, okay. So th- let's that's clarify. Good, clear. Let, let's, <laughs> you're, you're right. Let's clarify that then because forward isn't a straight line, man. All, all you have to do is look at pick, – pick somebody off the top of your head, guys. I don't even want to throw out the names specifically. Pick someone off the top of your head, okay? Close your eyes. Play my little game for a minute. Russell and imagine. Wilson. All right. Everybody that you look up to, the people we call idols, the people we call role models, if you actually take a step back and take a 30,000-foot view of their life, of their success story, there is no such thing as a straight line. Oh, yeah. They get knocked back. They get told no, et cetera, et cetera. Right? Every every at, great businessman. Look at Elon Musk. Our star, right, <laughs> had usually four or five failure businesses before they ever succeeded. True. So, you know, when I say just keep going no matter what, I say just – that's why I didn't say, you know, just go in a straight line because, sure. right, you might lack the skill. You might lack the hope. You might like the money. Honestly, most people at one point or another have lacked all the things they think they need to achieve most of the things they want to do, right? We don't all have the income – to achieve what we think we need the income to achieve. Uh, 
if you wait for that perfect moment, it, it never happens. So instead of waiting for the magical stars to align, just keep going no matter what. All you have to do is keep going no matter what and smash that like button if you're getting something out of this. And guys, we're going to roll to our sponsor and we'll be right back. Today's episode brought to you by TheFallibleMan.com. That's right, it's us. Head over to www.TheFallibleMan.com and check out our blog, updated twice a week with new content and links to all of our social media offerings. Tag or search us at TheFallibleMan or at FallibleMan on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and other social medias for daily content. While you're there, check out our attitude swag, shirts, cups, stickers, and more. Again, that's www.thefallibleman.com. Back to our show, guys. Welcome back. Hey, thanks for sticking around. I am still my only sponsor besides this guy over here at Common Man OCR, The Fallible Man. We got merchandise, both of which you can get on my website, www.thefallibleman.com. Get his gear, get my gear, and guys, we're going to keep on rolling. Number four, number four. For those of you counting at home, four. Listen more than you speak. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's funny coming from me, huh? Uh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> right? We've all heard, hold, heard the old saying, you have, we're given two ears and one mouth for a reason. Shut one of them and open the other two. <laughs> Perhaps it's because you were meant to spend more time listening than speaking. Guys, everybody wants to be heard. Like, it is one of the deepest ingrained needs in all human beings. In fact, it is amazing how desperate everybody is to be heard. That is the reason we have social media apps. That's the reason we have YouTube. That's the reason we have all these platforms where we can share. Have you seen the new social app, Clubhouse? They're basically just chat rooms, like voice chat rooms. Um, and you, you create chat rooms based on interest. Oops. And hitting your microphone, apparently. But you, it's, it's just a place to go and talk, right? It's actually why TikTok has been so successful is everybody wants to have a conversation with somebody and everybody wants to be heard. TikTok's about having a conversation. I thought it was about, about dumb little About silly videos. dances. Yeah. yeah, it is. Okay, just checking. But there, there's other <laughs> stuff on the platform, like my account, where you oh. can get great advice. There's that. Shameless plug. All right, but I'm, I'm obviously not on TikTok. But <laughs> anyway, but you know, you're un. People are are desperate to be heard these days. It's incredible. Um, one of the greatest gifts you can give people is to listen to them and actually hear them, and guys. Freebie, okay. This is not listening to somebody while you're having a conversation. No, but if your phone is in your hand while you're talking to somebody, you're not listening. There's your stop banging on this table. There's your free advice that isn't even meant to be part of this show. But guys, put the phone down. It's it's not even that. Uh, it's something that I want to imbue in my children. If you listen first, most of your questions are going to be answered. Um, I remember when I was in the military briefly. I had got reassigned to a different school because uh, things had gone badly at my other school. And one of my new sergeants 
came up. I had been at the new school for like two days, three days. And he said, hey, uh, Aaron Dallin, I noticed you haven't really been associating with anybody and you, you know, have been pretty quiet. I, I see you, you know, tucked here in the corner of the day room, just kind of separate from everybody. What, what are you doing? And I said, well, I, I'm seeing how life works here. He's like, I, I don't understand. I said, well, I'm the new guy here. This is a vast difference than our vast different place than I was in my last unit. It's a very different field or very different kind of school. So I'm observing. I'm just sitting back and listening and watching and seeing what's happening so I can understand how it works, who's where, who's what, and know what I need to do to proceed. And, you know, it may be the only time somebody actually ever called me smart in the military. The sergeant was actually blown away. He's like, wow, that's uh, incredibly insightful. Most people just kind of crash in, but it's, you know, getting your bearings, right? And that, that's what I mean by listen more than you speak is you'll gain your bearings a lot faster in life if you sit back and listen and observe instead of running your mouth all the time. Most people just don't, are not comfortable with the silence. They fill dead space with their words. But listen more than you speak, and it will make your life function a lot better. Yeah. Oh, you don't want to get me started on this one. We're here all day talking <laughs> about this one. One of my one of my pet peeves, and 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 Dad, if you're watching this, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really, really, really. I didn't sorry. put him up to this. But my dad is one of the people in my life who drives me absolutely loco en la cabeza, crazy in the head. Um, because he'll, he will want his points blurted out, you know, over the top of mine and he doesn't mean to, he's my dad. So I got to give him some respect, but so I'll be talking and then he'll interject and he'll interject I'm like, dude, let me finish my sentence. Hear what I'm saying. And then by the time he, you know, I finish what I'm going to say, um, he heard what I said and now things are fine and it, it works in the reverse way as well. But one of my pet peeves is just don't interrupt me. Listen to what I got to say. Um, yeah, he gets really touchy about that. Oh, it drives me nuts. But, uh, but I, I'm learning that in my own life too. Of Dude, you need to not talk until that person is done. You need to listen to what they actually said and hear them, not just hear words and, you know, sound vibrations. And that is, I mean, it, it goes both ways. Um, you need to listen more than you speak, but people need to hear you too. So, um, yeah, it's... <laughs> Yeah, I do get a little touchy about that. <laughs> so, Dad, I'm really sorry. <laughs> Point number five, guys. Release the idea that things could have been any other way. This is the biggest hole ever. I'm going to need some clarity on that one. Oh, oh good. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I'm not wasting my breath. Someone, someone's got some questions on that one. No, it's like, huh? <laughs> Release the idea that things could have been any other way than the way they are. There is no point in playing the what if game. Oh, okay. <laughs> what <laughs> if, what could have been, um, what should have been, if only. Could have, but have, would have, have, could have. All of these are a waste of time. Right. Okay. You live in the present, not the past. And we should all learn lessons from the past. Um there is a lot of movement right now where people are trying to erase parts of 
history that they don't like. And it yeah. really pisses me off, guys. I mean, just I'm trying to keep it down, but I get angry about this because it's stupid, right? One of the oldest, wisest things I ever heard, right? It's those who, you know, refuse to learn from history or doomed to repeat it. And all you got to do is look at history to see that vicious cycle. I mean, bell bottoms came back, what, three times? Oh, jeez. Why, though? <laughs> but why? <laughs> and I promise they will cycle back again. Why? And that's one of the less horrible things, but everybody forgets how bad they are, and they just keep coming back. They were dumb the first three times. <laughs> but, guys, that, that's a humorous take on it, but you, you can waste a lifetime second-guessing the past, wondering what could have been, what should have been, what might have been, if only I had done this, if I could have done this, if I had had this opportunity. It's a waste. Let it go. I know so many adults who are so preoccupied with this concept that it destroys the possibility of a future in their life. They're literally, it is an anchor tied to their feet, pulling them to the bottom of the ocean as all possibilities slip away. Release the idea that things could have been any other way than they are. They are. It's how it is. Move forward. Go back to the show Dave and I did together about the five things you can take away from a movie. And keep moving forward is number one, guys. Let go of the past. I Everybody can play that. Life could have played out. Life should have played out. Could have, would have, could have, should have. Yeah, could have, would have, should have, could have. Would have. It's, it's so stupid. It is and it's funny because old friends get together. Like you get together with old friends from school and stuff like that. And, and that's the basis of their conversations. You remember when you dated Sally Joel right? McFatty? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you can waste your life on that crap. Let it go. Be done with it. Now, there's a bunch of other advice that you could impart as a father. Uh, there are a lot of things that looking back, it's like, you know, what, what would I want my dad to teach me? And as I said at the beginning of the show, you know, my dad is a little older, has some health problems, and I don't think I'm going to lose him tomorrow. But, you know, as a father, I'm looking at my dad being in my life and going, you know, what do I wish he had imparted to me that he didn't? And my dad was a my I have a great father. I was very blessed to have a really incredible dad who did his very best. And so I look at what he did give me and I'm trying to decide what I need to pass on to my children and what I, based on what I wish he would have passed on to me. But he did cover a lot of things. So narrowing this list down was pretty easy. But, I mean, these are the five that are just stick out really. I mean, these are so important to impart. And, and you work with teenagers, so you have the ability to help impart this to teenagers in your life, even if you're not a dad at the moment, right? For some of those teenagers, you're more of a dad than their dad. So so I want to leave you with this one last thought, and this is a really important one, guys. Number six is it is okay to fail as long as that's not where the story ends. Can I give you what my dad would say on that one? Sure. My dad has a uh, thing. He Every time I said I can't, can't, couldn't, till he tried. Mm-hmm. And I, I never understood what that meant until I got a little bit older. And it was, if you always say you can't, you're never going to You never, gonna you never will. You never will get it done. Well, and, and that's prior to this comment, right? That point is, 
what leads into this. Failure is the greatest teacher in history. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Look at you, Thomas Edison. Right? Edison's famous quote. I mean, it may be probably the most well-known quote. Some might have come up a thousand different ways to make a light bulb that doesn't right. work. And it is the most, like and, and much like Luke, I'm your father, is the most misquoted song, line yes, in Star is. Wars. Yes. I learned a thousand ways not to make a light bulb is the most qu- misquoted Thomas Edison quote ever because that's not actually the quote. Okay. What is the quote? Um, the actual quote was simply, I merely learned a thousand ways in which it did not work. Oh. He did not even reference the light bulb in the comment. Cool. Now, I think the person asking had been asking about the light bulb earlier in the interview. Right. But he was talking about failure in general. He yeah. said, he, I merely found a thousand ways that it didn't work. Makes sense. Or not to do it. Um, and guys, it, it's perfectly okay to fail. Elon Musk tanked several things. And right? he's now the world's richest man. <laughs> look at cow. well, and, and look at his early uh, exploration in SpaceX. Yep. Right. F-6 look at his early right. attempts with Tesla. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of bombed out cars that didn't work before he ever got to the Teslas that are driving around the road. Right. Likewise, they crashed a lot of rockets trying to master landing booster rockets. That's true. Failure is absolutely okay as long as that's not where the story ends. Guys, it's okay to fail. You learned something, so get back up and keep moving. As long as the story doesn't end with failure, you still succeeded, and that is so important to teach your children. That's something I work every day. Every time my daughter goes, oh, I, the, the horse doesn't look right that I drew. Well, then you learned how not to draw a horse that way, but that doesn't work. Simple little things to teach your children but that one that one can be taught in so many ways at such simple letter levels as like math okay well four plus four equals nine well you learned how not to make nine you know it's just perspective on it try again so guys those are the five things and i'm going to say those one more time just for our six things is your life is your responsibility and yours alone. Being afraid is okay. Letting it stop you from doing what you should do is not. Just keep going no matter what. Life may not be a straight line, but as long as you keep moving in a positive direction, you're good. Stagnation kills, guys. Listen more than you speak. You're listening to podcasts, so you're on a good track. Release the idea that things could have been doing could have been any different than they are, guys. Woulda, shoulda, coulda will eat your life up and destroy your potential. And it's okay to fail as long as that's not where the story ends. Guys, teach your children. Teach the children around you. If you're not a father, that doesn't mean you can't meaningfully interact with young people who need role models. And as a man, that's your job. You may not be a father now, but you are still a role model for other young men. And be that because you have that opportunity. Someone needs to set the example for men who need it. That's one of the problems we have. We have more single homes without fathers at home to set examples than we have ever had in history. So be that example for someone who doesn't have it. Guys, thanks for listening. Be better tomorrow because of what you do today. My name is Brent, and I am The Fallible Man, and I'll see you next time. This has been The Fallible Man Podcast, your home for everything man, husband, and father.
be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a show. Head over to www.thefallibleman.com for more content and get your own Fallible Man gear.